So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day, and I appreciate you tuning in. Today, I'm just jumping right in. No uh, no ads, no promos, no nothing. Today, we are talking about the three obscure withdrawal symptoms of porn addiction. And, um, you know, it's funny because porn addiction is not well-researched. We don't even really know what the withdrawal symptoms are from like a clinical perspective. They're heavily debated. And at the same time, we know that people experience withdrawal symptoms when they stop watching porn, which is why it's just absolutely nutty to think that, you know, there's people out there who don't think it's real. Anyway, um, I'm not going to get on that soapbox today. There's there's obvious there's obvious withdrawal symptoms of any addiction. You know, there's there's the pain and the emotional cravings, the psychological cravings, the physiological cravings. You know, there's all that kind of stuff. And I I think even though I don't I don't think we've done an episode on them specifically, I imagine that you guys are smart enough you could probably piece some of them together. And you know, the reality is a bunch of you have probably experienced those things anyway. But there are obscurities to porn addiction as well, which is why I really pray the research ramps up in the days ahead. I, I think it will. Um, I have, I've made a personal prediction that probably by 2025, between 2025 and 2027 is where we're going to see the awareness of porn addiction really ramp up. And of course, as awareness goes up and there starts to become more of a market and an industry, then you'll start to see more research funding come into place and then maybe we'll get some more data. That's usually how this stuff works. But there's three obscure withdrawal symptoms that we've observed in our clients. I I would say I probably experienced two of these, two of the three. And um, we've, we've observed them across a spectrum. In other words, some of them it's intense, it's often. Some of them it's not intense and it's not often. And for some, it's you know somewhere in the middle, some moderate levels of each or either or. And so I thought I would talk about them a little bit today because what happens is when you don't have a well-researched topic and you know we can't just say, hey, when you quit, this is what, first this will happen, then this and then that, is you start to experience things and then you begin to wonder like, am, is this normal? Am I crazy? Am I, am I doing it right? Um, you know, there's lots of questions that come with it. And that's really one of the reasons we do a daily podcast is we're trying to answer as many of the questions that you could possibly have in your head. Like that's the brilliant marketing strategy behind this is it's a taboo subject. There's not a lot of research and a lot of information about there. So, um, I'm just going to do my best to try to answer the questions that I'm assuming are in your head because they were in my head when I was struggling and they seem to be in the heads of our clients right now as they embrace the recovery journey. So, that's sort of our hope. That's why if you have any questions, 
please email us podcast at sathiasam.com. I would love to hear them and I will answer them on air if you're asking something that I'm pretty sure other people in our audience are wondering as well. So let's jump into this and talk about these three obscure withdrawal symptoms of porn addiction. The first one is nocturnal emissions. You may know them as wet dreams. And this is one of the, I would say it's kind of nastier. Um, Like it's not just nasty because of what it is. What I mean is it's nastier in the sense that it kind of messes with your head a little bit, right? Because you've gone maybe two, three weeks without watching porn. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, there's this wet dream. And it can really shake guys' confidence if they don't know what this actually means. So basically, you have to remember that, yes, addiction happens in the brain. There's a really strong psychological component to it. But addiction is maybe equally or close to equally physiological. So if your body has been experiencing something as euphoric, as an orgasm, on some sort of regularity for a long period of time, years, decades for many of you, and suddenly you deprive it of receiving that release by its normal avenues, it doesn't just instantly adapt. The first thing your body typically tries to do is it tries to find an alternative way to experience the same physiological sensation or outcome. And this is often what is happening with wet dreams. Your, your brain and your body are processing while you sleep. And in their processing, the, the unmet need for, uh, for an ejaculation arises. And there's ways that your brain can cleverly get that need met. Now, this is just a Sathya speculation, okay? There's not a lot of science behind that theory. And there's probably, there's probably other reasons to it beyond this. But what we can say for sure with uh, with pretty good confidence is that if you've been watching regularly and you stop watching, there you will probably have some wet dreams along the way. It's normal. It is a withdrawal symptom and it is absolutely nothing to be concerned about. You literally have nothing to worry about. The best thing you can do is clean up after it happens, put on some new pants, go back to bed and carry on with your night. It means nothing. And guys get all worked up about it. Oh my gosh, I thought I was doing better than this. I can't believe this happened, blah, 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 blah. No, this is just a bodily response that you couldn't control. You were unconscious, sleeping. Go back to bed. You're fine. Yeah, I know, but then it happened again. Okay, well, it's the same thing. Yeah, but I, it's happened like probably three, four times in the last week. Is that normal? Am I, am I okay? Yeah, you're going to be just fine. Like your body's eventually going to adapt, right? It doesn't adapt right away. Or in some ways, I guess you could argue that finding this new alternative option is an adaptation. But once it realizes this adaptation, we're not we're not feeling it. Nothing's happening here. We're continuing to not watch porn. Again, it's going to continue to make new adaptations. Second obscure withdrawal symptom, and man, surprisingly common. Um, I'll go, I guess that's a little bit of an oxymoron because it can't be obscure and common. Um, I guess in this case, it, it's just not what you'd expect. We'll put it that way is the formation of a new addiction. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so common, especially when people are white knuckling and, you know, they're kind of taking the quick shortcuts trying to get free. We often see new addictions. So people get, and people will get addicted to really good things. Like they get addicted to the gym and it's like, well, you're really not any healthier. 
you can tell yourself you're healthier because you're doing something for your physical health. But if you're addicted at the end of the day, you're still a slave. It doesn't matter what, what you're addicted to. So um, we see that. We see people get addicted to video games, alcohol. Sometimes it's drugs. Um, sometimes it's, you know, people just get super addicted to their phones, right? The notifications and emails. So that was me. Like I didn't develop a new addiction with anything super overtly toxic, but um, like little by little, I started to develop this really unhealthy dependency on notifications and email checking and checking for new messages. And there's all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's a thing, it's a thing for sure. And you want to, you want to safeguard against it which is actually a really good way to measure like are you actually progressing well have you developed any new addictions that you know of is there anything that you're that you're starting to develop that kind of addictive connection to that you didn't previously have that might be an indication that you haven't actually addressed the root issue right you've just kind of found a new way to manifest the same problem and the third obscure withdrawal symptom of porn addiction is physical reactions and, you know, this is actually more common than you think. People get nauseous. People get uh, blue balls, right, where your balls are just super sensitive and even sitting down hurts. People get, um, I'm trying to think about what else. We see people get the shakes. So there's there's all kinds of withdrawal symptoms out there that are pretty nasty on the body. And, you know, it's funny. We, we had Shane... O'Neill on the podcast and he talked about how when you would experience the shakes you would you would need somebody to talk you through it now he was talking about a substance addiction but you know the concept is the same you'd have these people um, who would yeah guide you through it help you kind of work work it out and and until it subsided and then you would be able to carry on and you're looking for something similar here if you're experiencing physical reactions you need to invite other people into the process and allow them to support you and help you along the way. And uh, you know, as you do that, uh, eventually those things will start to subside. Of course, it does take time for your body to detox, for your brain to rewire, and you know, for your physiology to recalibrate and develop a new sense of homeostasis. But with time, you can get there, and these withdrawal symptoms will pass. And that's the thing I would love for you to hear more than anything else is withdrawal symptoms are not forever. They are temporary. The more support you get around you when you experience them, the better because uh, it's going to make it more manageable and you're going to have voices of truth and reason that will keep you afloat when you don't feel like doing anything truthful or anything reasonable. So um, I hope this helps, guys. I hope it helps you realize you're not alone if you've experienced these things. And if you're experiencing them right now, or maybe you're embarking on the recovery journey and you know that these things might be down the road for you, I would just, just number one, just make a little mental note. Just remember these things so that you're aware so that when it happens, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, it's a wet dream and you're like, oh yeah, Sathya said this was going to happen. I'm just going to get changed and go back to bed. Not a big deal. Um, so you can be a little bit proactive that way. Um, but then the second thing would be get some supports in place. Like you don't want to be going through these things alone. I've listed three here. There's more obscure withdrawal symptoms that we talk about in our community. And it's so amazing because like we'll see guys post like, hey, I just went through this. Has anybody ever had this before? Like am I the weird one here? And you'll see a bunch of guys comment, yeah, man, had that. Keep going. It gets better. Or yeah, I had this. You know, try, try this thing. It really helped for me or whatever it might be. And so having that kind of communal support is really valuable. 
and an excellent way for you to ensure that you make it through the withdrawal symptoms because they are temporary. They eventually pass and the rewiring and the new life that you get on the other side is absolutely glorious, worth every minute of it. So that's my encouragement to you, to you guys. I want to thank you very much for listening. I wish you an incredible day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.